Welcome to the pre-post film review. I'm John Asquith. And I'm Matt Stevenson. Uh, today we're doing something a little bit different um, with this episode. Uh, it's going to be a Star Wars episode, but seeing as we have already done a bonus ep on our trailer thoughts where we kind of talked for a, an extended period on the first teaser trailer, we thought instead of um, rehashing that, that we'd just have a quick little chat about what our impressions are. It's only, what, a week before the film comes out, so a bit of time's mm, passed less. since we last spoke about it, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're just going to have a, a quick sort of recap or update on what our expectations are. Not specifically linked to the trailers, because I haven't seen mm. any more of the trailers, whereas John has mm. watched all of them. Um, <laughs> so we just, yeah, we'll just have a quick little chat about that and then jump forward till after we've seen the film and you can hear our full review of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Um, so let's start with you, John, seeing as you've binged on all the trailers. Um, <laughs> uh, how have your expectations changed since we last spoke? Um, I think my... Okay, so I've watched all the trailers. I haven't watched any of the uh, TV spots. Right, okay. And I've been staying away um, from any spoilery posts on the internet or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I will say that I feel not spoiled at all. I think the trailers have done a really good job of not really giving away much about the plot. I think my, my understanding of it is pretty much the same as when we first talked about it uh, from a teaser. Maybe mm-hmm. a tiny bit more, but not, not significantly so, as you would expect mm. from watching uh, subsequent trailers. Uh, and I actually think it's been good for me to watch them, Matt. I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> make you feel bad for not, even though I understand why you're not. Um, because the first teaser when we, which we have talked about, was just like, there's so much potential and so much promise because it shows you hardly anything mm. that it was like almost a mythical, you know, it's like the return of this uh, great amazing spiritual almost thing <laughs> if you're like a super hardcore Star Wars fan. Yeah. And then to see these other trailers, particularly the most recent one, I guess the last one that they released, um, it was like, oh, it's just a movie. You know what I mean? Mm. Like my, my expectations, I don't, I don't want to say they went down. I think they became more realistic because I could see like, you know, oh, there's a, you know, this is, there's a, here's an action scene and here's, oh, it looks like there's a, a drama scene in this location. And, mm. you know, that you start to see Harrison Ford and um, Carrie Fisher and stuff. Mm. And it's like, oh yeah, there they are. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a mi- as much of a mystery anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it is in terms of plot, but just in, just seeing a couple more locations and visuals. Uh, so I- I'm really, really excited still. Like I can't wait. Uh, yeah. and I'm going to a midnight screening and I'm super pumped. Um, I ordered a t-shirt the other day, which I'm, <laughs> I'm hope- hoping arrives in time that I can wear like a Star Wars what, t-shirt. What is the t-shirt? Is it, is it just the, the Star Wars logo or is it something? No, it's, um, uh, it's like, uh, Darth Vader and, uh, Boba Fett and I think a Stormtrooper and, uh, General Tarkin, I think, like uh, drawn kind of cartoony. Like I didn't want to get one that was like really obvious, so I got one that's like you have to look at it for a second. Like oh okay. Um, anyway, um, you know, so I'm really really excited, but 
I'm, I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be re- a really good movie. Do I mm. think it's going to be the best movie ever? No. Do I think it's going to be a good Star Wars movie? Yes, I do. I think it's going to be a lot better than the prequels. And I think it's going to be really fun. Uh, it's going to have a great sense of adventure. And um, I'm sure they're going to do something with the older characters that's going to be, you know, dramatic or something. So I think it's going to hit all the right buttons. Um mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really excited, uh, and as I said, like I, I feel like I haven't been spoiled, which is a, a rare thing. Yeah, and uh, I think you know JJ Abrams has been all over that because it's a big big thing for him to not spoil people before a movie. Mm. Um. So that's, yeah, what are your what are your thoughts, Matt, after hearing that? Yeah, no, that's I, that's really interesting. Um, and surprisingly rare. Like it seems like all the trail or most of the trailers we watch, particularly for the podcast, our main complaint is that it feels like we've seen half the film after you watch the trailer. So I don't yeah. know. It's it's really nice to hear that this wasn't the case for the Star Wars films. Mm. Um, I'm still not going to watch it. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> well, you've come this far. Exactly I think you can right. Wait now. Only a few days left. Um, no, I think uh, in terms of my expectations for the film. I guess in a weird way, they're, they're pretty similar to what they were after watching the teaser back whenever mm. that was, earlier this year? Or was it last uh, year? Uh, uh, I think it was ago. late last year. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think uh, in a way I'm less excited, but not at the idea of the film, but just because I haven't been tapping into the hype train like i've right. so removed myself from everything not read yeah. anything on the internet not watched any trailers that it, mm. in a way it's kind of just snuck up on me i mean there's certain things mm. you can't avoid like it's always sort of in the periphery but because i haven't been engaging with it i haven't been it hasn't been on my mind i haven't been sort of stewing over plot details or what i think it could be about mm. um mm. so i'm i'm really excited and i think it's going to be really great but uh yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird position to be in. I, I kind of like the fact that um, I feel really fresh. Like, I have no idea what yeah. I'm in for at all, which I like. I mean, mm. it could, like you said, be lead to disappointment because the weird abstract images I have in my mind might not, you know, coalesce in a way that I think they will. Uh, but mm. I, I don't know. I'm really excited to see where the film takes me. And like you said, I think... Mm. Um, I don't think it's going to be a masterpiece, but I think Abrams has proved himself with the Star Trek films that he knows how to tap into that sense of adventure. And that's kind of yeah. all I'm expecting is like a really fun adventure film with some exactly. cool, cool new characters, which I think it'll deliver on. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I'm wondering uh, what you think. Can, can we like predict because I think this will be interesting, like, as a social thing, if we can predict what people are going to say and what what kind yeah, of outcome this, this is going to have, because obviously there's a big hype for the prequels. Yeah, yeah. And that over time, well, I guess a short amount of time, very quickly, people realise that they weren't that good, really. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering whether we could just make bold predictions about what people will say about this movie and maybe the future of the Star Wars sort of franchise. Um, that's a great question. Um, I, I think people are going to lose their shit over this film. 
Like, I think if if it's anything to go by, like, if Star Trek level of, like, Star Wars-ness, if that makes sense, because they felt so mm. Star Wars, if it's yeah. that, that is so much of a step up over the prequels that, mm. like, anyone that's yeah. a, a Star Wars fan is going to, like, just go bananas and start claiming it as, like, the greatest film of all fucking time and see mm. it 3,000 times in the cinema. So I think, mm. I think it'll peak massive and people will say, be saying like ridiculously positive things about it and it will break box office records and it will go crazy. And then I think it'll flatten off over time and people will realise that it's good but not quite as good as the originals and it will it'll mm. sit in a, really, a nice, like a, a positive place but not a masterpiece mm. kind of thing. I don't know. What about you? Do you think it'll have that sort of... Yeah, no, I I agree. I think, yeah, I think uh, everyone will be just praising it to begin with. Yeah. Um, Especially, as you say, with the box office. I mean, it's going to be... This has the potential to just smash everything ever in terms of box office. Um, I think it could be like... It could probably beat Avatar as the highest grossing film of all time. I think that's totally a possibility. Do you um, think it's the hype? Sorry, do you think it's... I agree about the hype, but do you think there's still, like... I still feel like there's a certain audience that's alienated by the nerdiness of Star Wars. No, to I don't an think extent. so. I, mm, I, I don't think so, man. I think the, the generational... Just the nature of these films being around for so long mm. and the fact that the older actors are in it... Yeah, that's a good I point. I think everyone and their grandma is going to come out and see this and everyone's going to want to take their their kids as well. Um, I think it covers almost everyone. I mean, of course, there's some people that will think it's like a nerdy thing, but Star Wars is so almost beyond that now. It's like, mm, yeah. it's so in our pop culture. I mean, you'd have to be really not interested. I mean, ha- having said that, my wife is not interested <laughs> at all. <laughs> Yeah, I tried well, to get her to watch the movies and she's just not, not keen. So Yeah. I just I know. think that's that's the one thing that I feel like I thought you know, could be a problem with something like Avatar, but then Avatar has such a like uh it's so f- focused on this like romantic story, this sweeping romantic story that's very mm. appealing to That's a good point. Like yeah. a, a certain female demographic or like an older female demographic that I just don't think Star Wars has that appeal. Like they see it as mm. like a kiddie action film. Um, yeah. Yeah. I that's true and it is even though they're really trying hard not to advertise it as episode 7, it is episode 7. And yeah. so I'm sure they're going to do a good job of kind of making it feel like a fresh start, but there will be lots of connections and threads that are relying on prior nor- prior knowledge, yeah. uh, you know, of all the other films. So that could, yes, yeah, hurt it a little bit. Mm. Okay, yeah. So it might it might not <laughs> it might not beat Avatar, but man, it's going to get pretty close. I think. Do you think it'll beat um, Jurassic World for like? Oh, I mean, I technically, so. it'll go into. The <laughs> I next... mean, I haven't even seen it yet, but I hope so. <laughs> Because that's the other thing. Like, I guess Jurassic World similarly had, like, a romantic thread, even though it was pretty terrible. But it also had, like, mm. a, a really recognisable, like, heartthrob lead. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. it's one of the great things I like about The Force Awakens is that it's not casting big names. You know, they're yeah, all kind of unknowns. There's no, yeah. like, big star draw apart from, like, Harrison Ford, I suppose. But even he's yeah. not really that big for the younger crowds. He's just for the older 
No. And he, I mean, yeah, that's a really interesting point because he's the one that they're pushing the most in the marketing Mm. and um, in the trailers. And uh, I've seen him just anecdotally do the most press Mm. as well for it. I mean, you know, Mark Hamill's nowhere to be seen, which is a whole whole weird thing that I guess they're trying to hide something. Mm. Um, But yeah, so that's interesting. There isn't. Yeah, there isn't a Chris Pratt or a young, funky yeah. guy or girl uh, that's... that's. I mean, they will be after this movie, these actors. I'm yeah, sure yeah, but at this like point, they're, they're kind of Big unknowns. stars, yeah. but... Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Still going to make a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Yeah, I, I basically, I agree. I think, uh, it, yeah, it has the potential to be maybe as good as Return of the Jedi, uh, but it won't be better than Empire and it won't be better than A New Hope. And uh, it'll, as you said, it'll sit sort of in a nice positive space, yeah. but not being, you know, the second coming of Christ or whatever it's, you know, some people are expecting. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it'll definitely be better than Jedi. Like I think on rewatching it, like that holds up less and less each time I see that film. Mm. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're right. It'll sit after the first and, well, what, four and five. <laughs> you yeah. hope in Empire. <laughs> yeah. And then this one. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is my prediction. Yeah, so we could uh, go on, Matt, um, mm. for a long time, and we probably will in the review, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Um, but obviously, uh, everyone can go back and listen to our thoughts on the teaser trailer. Yep. Um, which is, as we said, that's a separate episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we're both pretty excited and quite hyped, I think, yeah. as you said, because I, I'm, I'm sort of buying into all the marketing and stuff. I'm, I'm a bit more like, uh, sort of like shaking in my seat, <laughs> waiting for the movie to just come out, but we're both, um, yeah, really excited and looking forward to it. And it's going to be an interesting movie to talk about. I can't I wait to chat to you about it next week, John. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's going to be good. Oof. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. There are stories about what happened. It's true. All of it.
we finally seen it, John. The Force Awakens is mm. out. Uh, I think we both went to midnight screenings on the, uh, the day of release. Mm. Um, we had pretty high expectations. You have been sort of immersing yourself in the Star Wars universe over the past few months. Um, yeah. I'm curious to hear how you felt about the new film and whether it lived up to your expectations given your your immersion into the Star Wars uh, canon. Mm. Um, yeah, well, I, as you said, I went to a midnight screening and mm. um, that was really a really fun experience. I think it's really cool when a bunch of people, like-minded, nerdy people can come together for something and just be like positive and share in, in an experience and a love for something. Um, I was saying to the friends I went with on the night, like, you know, if you're into sports, you get a grand final every year. And it's like that feeling every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we kind of like to stay inside a bit more. We don't necessarily go out in large groups. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's rare something this massive, you know, mm. it's, and it won't come along again because from now on, we're just getting Star Wars, you know, I mean, yeah, every year, they'll probably basically. do midnight screenings of episode eight and nine. Um, but it, there's not that anticipation now. Like the the train is chugging away, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> so that, that was a really fun experience. Um, as for the movie, um, I really, really, really liked it and I could love it, but I didn't come out loving it, if that makes sense. I didn't come out of the theatre thinking it... it I guess it didn't live up to my expectations 100%. I think most of it did. And in general, I definitely have a feeling of they got it right and Star Wars mm -hmm. is back and it feels mm -hmm. like a continuation of that universe that we love from the original trilogy um, with tiny nods to the prequels. Well, I mean, they reference clones at one point. Yeah, it's like the one thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that kind of... It, I think they did a really good job at building the world. I think they brought back uh, the quote-unquote legacy characters really well. Mm -hmm. I think they did a, an amazing job with the new characters. I mean, I, I was more interested in them, really, than the legacy ones, which is mm -hmm. a massive deal, I think, and a really great thing for them to pull that off. And I think in saying that I really like the new characters, my, my little gripes are the fact that the new stuff is so good that when they kind of went to the old stuff, I I really felt that, and it 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 felt like a rehash in parts. I mean, it, it relies heavily on a new hope in terms of its story structure, mm. um, and so things like ha basically having a Death Star and basically having a scene where it blows up a planet, you know, and having a, tre a trench run basically yeah. at the end. Uh, that really stuck out to me amongst all this other great new stuff. Um, and so I feel like they were playing it pretty safe on, on the, in terms of the broad structure, mm -hmm. but uh, in t all the little details were get a massive thumbs up from me and I loved. And I think what I'm hoping anyway is that they played it safe here and kind of mirrored um, A New Hope, but then the next episode we're going to get is going to go wildly off into new territory i really hope mm. i mean i think it will be dark in, in, as most middle chapters are in a trilogy like empire but but i am 
a tiny bit, just a tiny bit fearful that it's going to mirror the original trilogy too closely. Um, I, I don't want that to happen. I don't think it will. I, I mean, I really have faith in that Ryan Johnson will deliver something even better than this. And this is a really, really good movie. I mean, I, I, I'm seeing it again tomorrow night. I, I can't wait to see it again and I'm going to own it and I'm going to watch it heaps. Like, it's really fun. It brought the adventure and the humour back to Star Wars and just think of any positive thing and I think that. But... Um, <laughs> I don't know. There were there are little things that niggle away at me that mm. because they were so smart about most things, when it wasn't that quality, it stood out to me. Um, mm-hmm. But before I keep going on and rambling, hopefully that made sense. Um, yeah, Matt, what what are your what are your thoughts in after hearing that? Um, yeah, I'm kind of I'm glad <laughs> that you had that feeling because it, it it does mirror exactly how I felt I think I was a little bit worried given how you had been so into the Star Wars universe that you might get swept up and just be rapturous about it and I'd be the one that was like trying to like bring it down to earth but I think we're on exactly the same page it's such a mm. really really good film and I yeah think it, so solid I think for me it like based on what we spoke about in the trailers it's, it's kind of bang on like what I expected like yep uh yeah just just really solid but I I don't know the, the issues I had are kind of like even though it's exactly what I expected in a way it's in some ways a little bit disappointing because some of it is so much higher than what I expected like the, the balance is so different Ex- like exactly. The, exactly the start of that film probably the first like third or the first half an hour I was in like a state of ecstasy in the cinema. Yeah, it was just I agree. perfection. I agree. And yeah. like exactly what you said, I was a hundred percent on board with these new characters so much more than I ever expected to. All the action yeah. was great. Everything felt so practical and real. And oh, like he totally yeah. lived up to like his claims that he would not be relying Absolutely. on CGI. Unlike our friend Trevorrow with Jurassic World, which was <laughs> panned out to be nothing. This which isn't this, a good sign for episode nine. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can get to that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. 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 I, I absolutely loved the start of this film, but then yeah, I agree. Sort of, as it progressed, I still had a great time with it, but you're exactly right. It just starts to hit this familiar pattern. And I mean, the Star Wars films have always been about repetition in a way. Like there's this mirroring and this like mm. cyclical nature to it all where it all kind of like happens over and over again and in a fun way. Um, but I think that works better thematically. And I think this uses it too literally. Like, like, like you said, there's a literally another death star trench run. Like, come on, man. We've had twice. We've had already, like it annoys me enough. The return of the Jedi has another death star. And it's like, yeah, Again, come on! Like it was... it's it's so bizarre. I, yeah. I really think like overall that is the biggest crazy choice to me that yeah. that all, that these really intelligent filmmakers and writers are back for this movie, and I, I just don't understand why they settled on that being yeah the big so thing strange. that had to be defeated. And I mean, I don't want to interrupt you, but no, no. I, <laughs> yeah, I also didn't it. I didn't feel any sense of. Um, urgency to 
for them to blow it up or anything. Yep. Like I was way more interested in what was happening with the characters than this big uh, planet, you know, like it just didn't quite have that, that sense of urgency that both A New Hope and even Jedi are, yeah. are able to, to yeah, have. Jedi weirdly has it. I rewatched that just the other night and like, yeah, it, it is just rehashing the plot of the first, but you're exact. you're totally right. Like there is a sense of urgency to that. Um, attack yeah. on the second Death Star that they managed to conjure out of sort of nothing. Whereas, yeah, yeah totally, this has none of that. I feel like even in general, uh, like, just the threat of the, what is it, the New Order or whatever the new empire is, is not yeah, as the first order present. Yeah, the First Order, sorry. Um, yeah, it's not as present as in the other films. Like, I never really felt what their what their end game was like yeah they're evil yeah they want to blow up some planets yeah. like okay great yeah you know they're fighting the, the rebellion or the republic or whatever the fucking yeah. good guys are yeah so you have to there's inherently a conflict there but there's no stakes in it like i don't care about that at all what i care about is the characters like you said like yeah ray and finn mm. and kylo ren and all that mm. Mm. um so yeah i i I'm, I'm super happy. Like, I've already seen this twice. I saw it again yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, Great. yeah. So, um, which actually helped me cement it. I liked it more the second time. Um, Great. Cool. I saw it. Uh, but, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's awesome. It's so good to have, like, a really good Star Wars film. It does feel like... Yeah. We can be excited about it again. And it, exactly. I just can't fucking wait for the next one. And I had so much oh, fun in the yeah. cinema. Yeah. Despite these flaws, but yeah, it yeah. is it is like mildly disappointing that it could have been something amazing, even better. It, exactly. Yeah, exactly, and it just it just misses by doing some like dumb story things that feel like they could have been quite easily fixed or like silly ideas to start with like, that you think they should never have even that's right. You know, come up with the idea of another desktop. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I feel like even the idea that that it was a big planet basically didn't really... Yeah, that's really, the one difference, right? Like, yeah, it looked cool, but it didn't make any difference to anything, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I don't want it, to... It's like we, we're front-loading with some of these gripes because everything else is so good and everyone yeah. else in, in the world is going... This film's amazing, yeah. and it 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 is amazing for what it manages to achieve and bring life back to this beloved franchise. Um, but I, I do think it is important as well to just acknowledge these little problems that aren't huge, yeah. but but do uh, uh, I don't know take a little bit away from how how good it it could be. Okay, so well maybe we should we should get them out of the way and then we can end on a high. <laughs> so was there anything <laughs> apart from the Death Star trench? Was there any other issues you had with? Uh, with the Force Awakens, anything significant that you dislike? Um, no, I think m- most of the problems were, um, yeah, the villains' motivations. Mm. Um, I know they they're hunting down the Jedi. Basically, is their goal, and their their leader. And I mean, this is the thing, right? This is the first time. We've had a Star Wars, a new Star Wars story in our lifetime mm. that um, we don't, the, the, all the gaps aren't filled in, mm. you know? Like the, the prequels were different because we knew where it was heading the whole time. Yeah. And so I, I'm a, I'm hesitant to criticize too much about the, the big Andy Serkis character. 
mm. because because I, I feel like he's going to come into play. But in this movie, he, it was a little bit like he didn't quite fit or something, you know? Like, he looked a bit strange and mm. he didn't really... I mean, he's the big boss. He's like the new emperor. But then I get a little bit like, well, does that mean the emperor wasn't that big of a deal, actually? You know, like, yeah, who is this guy? Yeah. Um, but I, but at the same time, I'm really excited by what they're going to reveal about him because he's so mysterious. Mm. And I'm wondering, did people think that about the emperor? In We're back in em- Empire, yeah, back, whatever, back yeah. in Empire, like, oh, that ruins Darth Vader because mm. there's someone above him that's even more powerful or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just that that kind of stuff. I, I'm i very, very positive on Kylo Ren, though, but maybe we'll come to him after, yeah. the, after the gripes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, if, I, you, if you have any others, yeah, I'd be no, keen to hear. I'm glad you brought up Andy Serkis's... I can't even remember his name. What's the, the character's... The, uh, I think the it's Snoke or Snoke, something. that's right. Kind of yeah. weird like that. Because <laughs> I completely agree. And I think that's also the one example of effects in the film that feel really obvious and mm. out of place with the practicality of everything else. Like everything else feels yeah. so good. And that, I mean, it still looks like it's okay CGI, but it's just so obviously CGI. That, yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It kind of uh, took me out of it. Yeah. Um, in terms of other gripes, um, it was, yeah, it was mainly the, the, the structure and the, Repetition. I didn't um, really think much of the uh, the reveal at the very end with R two D two and the the map like that. Just felt so convenient that he would. That was kind of weird. Randomly wasn't it? just power on like and oh here's the rest of the whole map. Like it just felt like a really so cheap. You've seen it twice now. Yes. So is that what I thought when I watched it? Was he was kind of like searching the equivalent of the internet like in sleep mode for like coordinates to Luke. Is that what was happening? And then he like woke up and was like, I found it. Or- well, I mean, kind of, it's never clear. C-3PO does sort of have a throwaway line where he says that R2's in low power mode and he's like searching his own data banks for the map. Right. Which to me right. seems dumb. Like if Luke has it, like, and it's safe, like how long does it fucking take to do like a hard drive search? <laughs> just type in the keyword. <laughs> like, you know, it just seems a bit weird. Yeah. And then even, either way, even if he is searching the Star Wars internet, like it's just so convenient that he happens to be like, oh, I found it right when they like come in yeah. with the other map. But I don't know. It was, I yeah. just felt a bit cheap. I feel like they could have found a better way to, mm. to reveal that or mm. come across that map. Um, I was on my first viewing, uh, I was a little disappointed, um, with the big twist, well, not twist, I suppose, of the film, but the big event of the film of like Han Solo getting killed off. Yeah. Um, just because it was like, everyone knew that was going to happen and it just felt like (laughs) I, I was, I was so hoping they would subvert that and do something different. Or, I don't know, it just felt like from the moment there was a new film announced and he was Mm. in it, even, like, Mm. non-Star Wars people were like, oh, he's going to die, you know? Like, I don't Mm. know, maybe it's just me and the people that were around me and I tried to avoid spoilers completely, but everyone seemed to be talking about that. And as soon as he went back, I was just like, okay, here we go, like, it's going to happen. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Having said that, like, I really like how it plays out and thematically. I think it's... I really like yeah. that scene and it's, like, mirroring the kind of, like, father-son relationship that's always been rich throughout the whole series. And it's really well done. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I don't know, there's a part of me that just wanted to be more surprised. It felt like uh, mm. it was the very... It was very expected. Having said that, it was probably, like... I mean, this is just speculation, but I'm probably it's probably Harrison Ford would never have agreed to do it unless he got I killed think so. off. So yeah, I think that was a big stuck. big part yeah. of him coming back. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, like, like on the second viewing, once I had made peace with that, is how the story plays out. It, I enjoyed it more. Like it, it does work really yeah. well thematically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, on, on that note, uh, when, like, the, the kind of scenes after that, where after Han, Han dies, I would have liked just a little more time... Actually, yes. ...to, to I, mourn him with Chewie and Leia. Like, totally it, it was br- brushed over very quickly, and for this movie, like, okay, fine, but but including the whole legacy and his whole character and, and how much of a relationship he has, you know, as much as you can have a relationship with someone with Le- Leia and Chewie, like... I, I could have gotten really quite emotional about that, but it felt like just more of a a, a thing that they had to brush through really quickly. Um, Did you get emotional at all? Um, in that a little scene? bit, a little bit, but not not real, not yeah. particularly. You know, like I wanted yep. to, but and there was a couple of I really liked when when it happens and it cuts back to Leia and she can like feel it through the yeah, force yeah. and kind of does that sit down. And I was getting ready then, like, oh, this is really sad and. Uh, but then they get back to the kind of base and no yeah, one, I mean, I think Leia just kind of like walks past and he's yeah, like, Chewie <laughs> just like walks off. <laughs> then he's back in the Falcon, like the next scene. Like, it's weird. Come on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. I wish there was more specifically Chewie. Like he does give this yeah. kind of like guttural. Scream. I really like that in the moment. And he just yeah. like tries to fucking shoot Kylo Ren. But I wish um, like they, they feel like yeah. that the relationship between those two is like the most important thing about Han's character in a way. And I wish mm. that, that it, Chewie was more devastated in that moment that like his, his lifelong man partner has just been killed. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he would have been exactly. like, shattered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that actually. Um, I think uh, on a positive note, like mm-hmm. talking about their relationship, that uh, they really did a great job of bringing back Han and mm. Chewie together. Like um, it really felt like those characters, you know, and, yep. it, and Harrison Ford, it could have kind of gone either way because his acting style has changed a bit. He's kind of at least gives the appearance now of like always being kind of a grumpy old man. Mm. Um, but he was totally... Uh, Han Solo in this movie. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way I can put it. Like the wires cracks, the kind of getting shitty at Chewie, and um, I really, really enjoyed his character uh, in the movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, there are there are still a few moments where he's a little old manny. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, when he, whenever he has to try and like run or something, <laughs> run. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, there's a bit. But of I mean, a waddle, that's yeah. you can't help that really. Um, no, no, no. He's he just is old now. We have yeah. to admit it. Um, but yeah, yeah I completely right. agree in terms of his charisma and his performance. It's almost just as like charming as he was. Yeah. Back in the original trilogy, which is quite a feat, I think. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Carrie Fisher did a really good job too. I mean, she's not in it a lot, mm. but um, I don't know. She's so different now, like in real life, you know, she's just like joking all the time and not, she never takes the, she always goes to fan events, but she's always joking about the series and all. And I was kind of worried like how, if she could kind of fit back into being this kind of like serious general mm. role. And I thought she actually did a really good job. Yeah, I don't know. I think she, for me, she was one of the weaker points of it. Like, it was great seeing her back, but maybe it's just, like, l- literally her. At, like, she seems to, whether they, like, just caked on makeup or whether she's just had a couple too many facelifts or something, like, she, it just felt a bit, I don't know, her perform- performance felt a little bit stilted to me. Mm. I mean, yeah, it wasn't terrible, but she wasn't as in- immediately as... Uh, recognizable as harm, like it, something had changed there, and it, there was like a no, that's a true. weirdness to her, her face. <laughs> that sounds so harsh. <laughs> but um, yeah, I yeah, I, I yeah, I agree about uh, in comparison to Harrison Ford. Yeah. Um, and my, and Mark Hamill gives it an absolutely sterling. Though <laughs> <I think. laughs> so, out of all the three, I mean, you joke, but he looks so good as like an old. Jedi he looks awesome. He, he just man. like suits that completely. They he nailed looks that. Better look. than yeah, better than I could have imagined. And actually, <laughs> for the for the two seconds he's on screen, he did look like he looked very pained and sad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he did a good job. <laughs> he does. He does do a bit of a like overly exaggerated like hood removal. I think like <laughs> the way he kind of like shrugs his yeah. shoulders back. Um, yeah. How did, actually? How did you feel about that little end? Uh, teaser. Um, mm. I thought it, it was interesting, right? Because it broke the formula a little bit of how the the movies end. Mm-hmm. Like they normally end with a musical montage. I mean, it's still a musical sequence, but it wasn't mm. a montage or a group of people together um, contemplating the future. It was they kind of have that moment at the base, and mm. I was actually getting ready for it there. Um, but obviously, we've got this mystery of Luke hanging over our heads. Um, and so then, yeah, you have this little scene. Uh, I, I liked it, but I did feel maybe just cause I'm so used to the structure of the movies, mm. it did feel kind of strange. And I feel like the last couple of shots were a bit too long almost. Mm. Like she stood there for a long time. <laughs> holding ages. The lightsaber. <laughs> She's got the lightsaber, man. Her fucking arm must be tired. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like. I mean, it, it worked. I can't fucking wait to see the next film. Oh, like, it's a it's great... so worked as a cliffhanger. Yeah, but it does, like, I think that's the most obvious example of the Marvelization so far. Like, you can see I agree with that. that it's no longer a standalone film and it is just yeah. a gateway into infinitely more Star Wars films. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it has to make sure that's every right. single person who saw this is going to come to the next one. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, which is... Yeah, I mean, for what it was, at least it wasn't too on the nose and it, it felt like a natural progression of the story and everything. But, you know, mm. it, it does feel like it should have ended at the base or as she flies off in the Millennium Falcon. Like, I actually in thought search. it was going to, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, do the iris wipe and go to the credits yeah. then. It really mm. feels tacked on mm. at the end. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think, uh, yeah, it probably would have been better if... 
if it was her flying off into space in the Falcon. Yeah, there's sort of more um, of a mystery to it as well, that way. Exactly, exactly. But at the same time, I suppose, as well as really hammering home that, that there's another one coming, maybe they really just wanted to show Mark Hamill in some way. Yeah, um, that's true. And that's kind of the only way they could do it in terms of the story that they set for themselves. Yeah, so. I, it, like, it makes me wonder now, you know how when it was like production was starting, they were doing like the, the roundtable script reads? Oh, and, like, Mark, like what the hell is Mark Hamill doing there? He just sits yeah. there and listens to everyone else read and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't have one, get to say one thing. <laughs> that was a boring day for him. Yeah. Every page yeah. he's like, God, am I on the next one? <laughs> okay, so I feel right. like We've had some gripes. Yeah. We've talked ge- generally about positives, but I'd like to know um, what... Let, let's kind of go focus more on the new characters for a yep. little bit, just yep. just to, to get well, your thoughts good, on there. Actually, a good start. bridge between the two is um, Kylo Ren, I think, because yeah. it's there's, I have such a weird love-hate relationship with the way that character's featured in the film like at the start uh when his first reveal is incredible i think and he's terrifying and the way he kind of like yeah stops that uh laser bolt oh, man. mid-air that is and so cool even like i mean it's a riff on darth vader which actually turns out to be a good character thing but like he, yes. his, his metallic voice and just yeah so creepy it, he just seems so powerful and so intimidating and so ruthless like just you know, in ordering all the townspeople to be slaughtered or whatever he does. Um, but then the the midway point when it, he takes off the mask and it's revealed that it's Adam, Adam Driver, who I'd actually forgotten was in the film um, mm. until the reveal happened. Uh, that, that, for me at least, like, instantly stripped him of all his menace, basically. Like, he was no longer frightening. But then, then the plus side of that is I really enjoyed the way they kind of dig into that as a character and how his, his insecurities and his, mm. they, they actually build a, a fallible human character out of that. So you lose the, the yeah. threaten, threatening scariness, but you gain a, like a human interesting character. So it's like, mm. you got pros and cons, mm. I think. But yeah, overall, yeah. I really liked him. What did you think of Kylo Ren? Yeah, I, I loved what they did with him. Um, I was so curious going into the movie, like, who is this guy and why is he wearing a mask? Like, mm. it seems so Darth Vader 2.0, mm. but that's his whole thing. You know, mm. he's, like, obsessed almost with, with becoming the next Vader and really believes in, uh, I don't know, that wants to believe anyway in the dark side and, the, and the, that's the way to use the Force. And mm. um, I love that he really struggles with it and... The idea that the light side can seduce, like he, he feels the pull towards the mm. light side. He says that. Um, we haven't seen that before. And so I really liked that complexity. I agree that when he takes the mask off at first, it was like, I don't know, he just still looks really young and it's yeah. like, oh, he's uh, this kind of like this bratty teenager mm. almost. Um, but I, I don't know, he played, he still played it really well. Like he had these little facial twitches and he, like his way of speaking was very cold and- yeah. I think he he did such an outstanding job in that role, like just in terms of his performance. Mm. Um, I, I really, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens with his character. And now, like, I guess they're repeating that motif as well of 
you know, he's sliced up a little bit now, not not as badly as Vader or anything. He didn't lose any limbs, but he got he's got a massive kind of cut on his face, yeah. and he's got that got shot in the side. So I mean, the th- it seems to be that he is slowly turning into the monster that he wants to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, really interesting. I, I do feel a little like uh, we found out so much information about him. Like, oh, he's uh, Han and Leia's son. And then mm. he was trained by Luke and he turned to the dark side. And now, you know, and I don't know if we're going to get a, a bit more time to, to soak in all of that in the next uh, mm. episode or whether, whether that's going to be filled in with, like, books and comics and stuff. But it feel, yeah, right. did feel like a lot of information to, to take on. Um, mm. I don't know. But overall, I'm yeah, I think he's going to be a great villain yeah. for this, this new trilogy. I'm... I'm really excited to see what they do with him. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and just, I mean, I guess we touched on this in the beginning, but the, the new characters, Ray and um, Finn, are just, even mm. Poe, actually, that's the other thing. I mean, it's not really a negative, but I liked Poe so much, I wanted more he- more of him in the yeah, film. Yeah, like, I agree. That yeah. intro with him is fantastic. Like, he's sort of yeah. like jokey sparring with Kylo Ren was awesome. Yeah, um, I, love I just that. yeah, I just wanted more of him, but I, I assume mm. it's kind of like set up for the next two because now that he's back yeah. as a pilot at the end, he's presumably going to feature heavily in the next film. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, all of them in general, they're just John Boyega and uh, uh, what's Daisy the, Ridley. Yeah, yeah, Daisy Ridley. Um, their chemistry and just the likability of those two actors mm. is incredible like it's such good casting yeah. choices i loved every minute i spent with those two um yep it's just they're just so fun and charming and I, even just and uh, the way that daisy ridley's character um ray is like never the the damsel in distress she's always the strong female but they've done it in they do it in such mm. a way where there's like a humanity and vulnerability to her the whole way through it's i don't know it mm. just feels perfectly handled for me uh, they addressed mm. every single kind of criticism they could they could have had before in terms of what the star wars franchise has always been like you know yeah. white dudes rescuing princesses or whatever. i mean they, they do have a strong yeah. legacy of having strong female characters i shouldn't write it off completely but this is just like the next level it's so perfectly handled i loved every yeah. minute of it and yeah. bb8 man fuck I love that little yeah. droid. I like, like yeah. that's probably my favorite droid of the whole franchise. I would say, yeah. like, so much yeah. more emotive than R two. Like, I love R two, but little BB eight and his little head, like, I just <laughs> yeah. want to own one. He's so cool. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 really good, and a great example, I think, of a lot of his uh, humor is uh, cutesy and a little bit slapsticky, but it but it's in that way that I guess R two used to be. Mm. And that that um, Lucas went way too far in the prequels with firstly Jar Jar, and then kind of weirdly C three PO in the Clone Wars, where his like head bounces off and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, that's what really appeals to the younger audience members, I think. But it doesn't pander to them mm. at the same time. Like it, it walked that line really, really well. And yeah, I agree. He's he's awesome. I, I'm gonna get one of those like little remote control ones. Yeah, it's so cool. I want one as well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I can't say enough positive about the new characters. And yeah. really, I mean, that is such a feat, if you think about yeah. it, for this movie. Like, we were all excited for the new characters, but, I mean, part of that hype was like, oh, what? what's Luke up to? What's Han up to? And mm. I can't believe they got Harrison Ford back. And, 
um, you know, going back to the old style in terms of design as well. Like they're going back to that 70s, 80s, mm. early 80s kind of look. Um, but they've, they've done such a good job of like putting the focus on these new characters and making us fall in love with them that I don't, you know, it doesn't bother me if Leia is killed off in the next one and then Luke the one after, you know, yeah. like yeah. it's, it's just, they're passing the torch really, really well. And I think, um, you know, JJ Abrams deserves and Lawrence Kasdan deserves so much credit for that. Yeah. I completely agree. You're so right. Like they are definitely the, the best, most in- interesting part of this film, which I never would have expected. Not, I guess, yeah, yeah not knowing them and me not seeing any trailer footage or anything. I had no sort of, idea of what their characters would be like and mm. yeah mm. awesome amazing i love um uh ray's introduction and just like this little snippet of her life as like a scavenger yeah. on jaku which is weirdly tatooine basically yeah, uh, yeah i don't quite strange. understand why they <laughs> so strongly wanted to mirror that sort of landscape um but just seeing that and like, um, you know, how she, she's like, has to go to that weird ration guy, uh, and get like these little, like, <laughs> look like a muffin when she, like a <laughs> muffin. The water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love those, those moments, you know, where you're just seeing someone living in this world before the adventure kind of takes off. Mm. It was, um, yeah, really, really good. Yeah. And, um, Finn, John Boyega's character, Finn, just that, that's such a great idea to humanize a stormtrooper. And yeah. I mean, almost retcons the clone bullshit out of the series, which I really like. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was just, uh, I mean, I guess maybe if I was being super critical, I would have liked more conflict from his character based on like what he was, had experienced and, you know, the fact that he had actually been part of the Empire or whatever. Mm. But I think, mm. it's, you know, there's enough in there and that he's, it just yeah. makes him so interesting and that's mm. something we haven't seen before in a in a Star Wars film, which... Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the actors, what did you think of Donald Gleeson as the, like, the new head of the... Was it First Order? Mm. The First Order, yeah. Um, I I think he was fine, but I didn't love his Mm. performance. I, I don't know what it was, whether it was too over the top or... Something just didn't click for me with his character. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, and I guess that maybe that's another reason why all that yeah, first order true. stuff just felt a little rough around the edges. Um, yeah, no, it didn't didn't quite work for me. What yeah, I think? agree. I, yeah, I agree. I really, I really like him as an actor. Like I've liked most yeah, things he's been in, and yeah. yeah, but for some reason it just doesn't really gel in this. He cut. He sort of. He never comes off as imposing and authoritative. He kind of. No. Seems a bit like whiny and I don't know, meek. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about him that was just a little bit seemed to be playing slightly wrong. I think it also like again, if I'm being super critical, there was perhaps one too many actors that were seemed like they were like in their late twenties. Like it was kind of like the the team mm. club of Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. they, if they just cast like a an imposing elderly general there, like that would have suited that yeah. role so much more. That's than a this very good point. Young little dude. Like everyone's yeah. so young, which I yeah. mean works well for the heroes and the way they're pitching Kylo Ren works. 
because he's still, you know, coming up in the ranks and things. But yeah, maybe yeah. that's just like one too many on that young yeah. end of the scale. That that's a really great point, and I think yeah, that 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 is one of the main reasons why that stuff feels a bit weird sometimes, mm. um, because there is no. You know, as you say, Kylo Ren's young. The, like, Vader's pretty old in A New Hope. And then you've got yeah. General Tarkin, who's, like, even older yeah. and, like, the scary old man. Uh, and they don't have... The only the closest thing they have is Snoke, this giant hologram, <laughs> which doesn't quite work either. And so it does feel like, who's in control here? Like, what's what, what's going on? Um, that's a really good point, man. I never mm. thought of it that way, but you're totally right. Um while I'm on nitpicky territory, this just that just reminded me. Um, the, the one other thing I forgot to bring up before is I think it perhaps um, slightly devalues the ability to use a lightsaber, which sounds a bit weird, but like both Finn yeah. and Ray just pick it up and use it like it's nothing. I feel yeah. like in all the other films, maybe not the... I mean, the prequels are a different... They're meant to be trained people, but they're just fucking lightsabers mm. everywhere. Everyone's got a lightsaber. But at least yeah. in the original trilogy, you know, there's mm. there's this, like, sense of honour and responsibility and you have to, like, learn mm. to master this dangerous yeah. thing. Extremely fucking dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whereas this, they're just like, oh, I'll give it a crack, run in, and then seem to be, like, competent sword yeah. masters. Yeah, I agree with that. It was the the final lightsaber battle, which I really liked overall mm. with Kylo yeah. Ren. Um, in ter- in terms of the character and thematic mm-hmm. stuff that was going on then, it was fucking cool and it looked great. Yep. But I agree, like he should have just kicked their ass. <laughs> yeah, totally like, he's right. So powerful. They both should have been um, dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I mean, I know he got shot. I guess that's what they were trying to do there, like that he was kind of injured and stuff. Mm. But it just felt that I remember while I was watching it sitting there going like this doesn't feel like they should be getting the upper hand yeah, like there's not even that. really a struggle yeah. like yep. they just beat him <laughs> um so yeah I mean I like that it, it that in result it results in him being like humiliated and cut up I mean I think mm. that's good fodder for his character but I agree that it the, that reverence for the lightsaber I mean it's there but it's not because on the other hand when I was watching that scene I was thinking like Oh, this is like the only lightsaber battle we're really seeing, and it's they're not flipping around everywhere, <laughs> yeah. and there's not fifty of them. Yeah. It's like these two characters. It's kind of sloppy, yeah. you know. It's they're not like twirling or anything. It's I really liked that, you know, that yeah, they brought totally. it back to. It's a, it's like characters fighting, not just trained martial artists or something. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Um, also, similarly, um, Ray also seems to pick up the use of the force pretty easily. I mean, the flip side of that too, I love that she sort of teaches herself. I think that's a great way of Mm. exploring it that we haven't seen before. There's always like some wise Jedi master that's telling them how to do it, but she kind of just is savvy enough to just learn it on her own, Mm. which I really like, but it does seem to happen so quickly um, that... I don't know. It didn't feel a hundred percent right, though. That the scene with the stormtrooper where she tells him to like undo the uh, restraints and leave the door open mm. was so good. That mm. like yeah, got one of the biggest really laughs good. out of me when she does. I oh, she says that I oh, drop your rifle or whatever, and he's like, and eh, drop my rifle and throws it behind. Yeah, him. it was <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. I think uh, overall the the comedy in the movie really worked as well. Like there mm. were quite a few moments where 
the theater I was in, like everyone had a good old chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, like a lot to be said for John Boyega as well. Like I think he, you know, in the yes. originals, it's kind of Han Harrison Ford and he completely sort of like takes up that mantle in this series. Like he's so charismatic and funny, but in like a different way to Han and yeah, just, he yeah. had so many great lines that got yeah. great laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess uh, we've touched upon this briefly, mm. um, but just the craftsmanship of the film and mm. the practicalness of it. Um, you've kind of already said this, but it was so good to... Like, it, it married practical and CG so well. Like, I could ha- most of the time hardly spot what was CG. And mm-hmm. then when I could, it was like little doses here and there. It was never fully in your face. Apart from Stoke, um, whatever his name is. Ab- apart from, yeah, Snoke. Snoke, um, that's it. Uh, yeah, and that's why that, f- that mm. felt a bit out of place, as you said before. Um, but in general, like real locations, you know, like the, mm-hmm. whenever a ship was in the background, it was like an actual fully built sort of thing. The same with the sets. Yeah. It just felt like you were there, like you could reach out and touch stuff. And um, I, I don't know, you just, we don't see that. I mean, regardless of the prequels, let alone in most big yeah. Hollywood movies now, like yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't take things the easy way out and you can tell. Yeah, I was so, so impressed. Like, I had no idea there'd be this amount of practical. No, know. me neither. I expected, like, yeah. a few aliens and, like, some nice sets. But, like, yeah. every, it just feels so real. The whole... Oh, it's... Yep. It's amazing. Um, yeah. And even the CGI. And, I mean, Abrams has kind of proven that he's good at this um, with the Star Trek stuff. Like, there's moments where he uses... CGI to like uh, sort of flesh out a, a wide shot, but not in a showy mm. way. Like there's loads of, yeah. I mean, there's you know lots of the ruins that are kind of in the background of Jakku or whatever it's called um, yeah. when Ray's wandering about scavenging. But there's yeah. also that shot where she like watches the ship sort of launch when she's. Oh, got- I loved that shot. <clears throat> and it's just so, it's kind of like. It, way in the background with this like haze over it like you can hardly yeah. kind of see it like it would be yeah. looking at something from the distance not some like showy yeah. CGI thing that does some amazing yeah, thing like <laughs> flipping around <laughs> yeah. <and> stuff <laughs> yeah he's so good yeah. at that even like there's some yeah. shots of um, I think it might be during the final battle or maybe it's earlier um, but of it's, I think it's like a sunset or a sunrise and you see oh, the TIE yeah, fighters it's a gorgeous coming shot. and the, yeah. the, like the heat waves are yeah. like distorting the, yeah it's incredible yeah yeah he's he's so good at melding the the two yeah yeah absolutely i think he did such a good job too of having uh a, a classic look in many ways but also not being too afraid to have his own style in there mm. you know like if it definitely had that jj abrams like energy to it like he's always pushing forward on things or like um there's one moment, oh, I can't remember what it is, when, when they're in the jungle, it might be before they get to Mars Kanada's place, mm. I think that's her name. Uh, and it's like, starts on, on the forest and then like quickly whip pans to the to the side and shows the characters walking up. Oh, yeah. And it's just like little flourishes like that, which I really like. Mm. Um, it wasn't always just a, a boring steel shot, which Lucas is pretty much all he did for the prequels yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't too uh referential to the original trilogy as well like it, it was found a really nice balance i mm. think yeah i totally agree what did you think of um the score um 
Yeah, it's weird. Like, I really liked it, but it didn't have, um, you know, John Williams is so fucking amazing that I was kind of expecting more. There mm. wasn't a, a great new theme necessarily. I mean, I've, I have listened to the soundtrack since, and there actually is uh, Ray's theme is really beautiful and really nice, but it, it never they never focused on it in the movie. Mm. It was always kind of in the background. Um, I mean, when when the classical stuff comes up, like um, the main theme and the force theme and all that stuff, you get that swell of emotion. Yeah. But the new stuff, I mean, because even in the prequels, that's like one of the best things about the yeah. prequels is the score was really, really good. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'm proud, Matt, that we've, we've talked about some of the negative things about this movie and we've also gushed quite a bit. Mm. And overall, I think we both really, really like this mm-hmm. film and... Um, we feel excited about Star Wars again, and overall, it's a hugely positive kind of experience. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, I mean, it didn't exceed my expectations, but it's just so nice to want to see more of this franchise again. You know, it almost killed mm. my love for the series with those prequels, and now it's 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 so cool to want more of them. Um, I'm not even that scared yeah. about the spin-offs and stuff yet. I mean, that will probably change, but at the moment, I just want yeah. more. Um, yeah, so same. It's such a good I start. agree, yeah. It's such a good start. Yeah, they've totally pulled off what they needed to, and it's not an easy thing to do. Like, mm. as much as we were hoping for maybe a little more, they've still accomplished, like, such an amazing feat, really, considering the pressure and all the sort of boxes they had to tick to, to make this right. Yeah. So totally yeah cool stuff may the force be with you Matt <laughs> fuck off Joe. <laughs> okay <laughs>
You can also follow us on Letterboxd, which is a cool little uh, site that lets you log and review the films that you watch. So John and I both have uh, profiles there. Um, there's links to those in the show notes for this episode. So jump on there and you can see what else we've been watching outside of the material we um, record on the podcast. And join us next episode where we are going to do a little end of year wrap up where John and I will go through our favourite films of the year and just have a bit of a bit of a chat about the year in general should be fun Mm. looking forward to that one Man, I just love, uh, this is, we won't put yeah. this in, but I love the scene where they're escaping the, I don't know, I'm going to just call it the Death Star, or the, <laughs> is it a, is it a uh, Star Destroyer? Yeah, a Star, star Destroyer, uh, Star Killer, Star something. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, when Finn and Poe are escaping, and it's just like, they have this great banter going on, and they're like, uh, what's your name? And, you know, yeah, like, yeah. he's like, oh, and he's like, I'm going to call you Finn, and it's just so like... I don't know, jovial and exciting. I totally and it agree. Just made me feel like a kid again. And the, just, I love Oscar Isaac and the way he, like, Finn's like, nice to meet you, Poe, or whatever. And he's like, nice to meet you too. Like, the way he's, like, says yeah, it, like, I love that. a second earlier, like, just out of pure, like, excitement and adrenaline. Like, I don't know. Exactly. He's, I just loved yeah. him from that moment. I was like, oh, Poe, yeah. I want more of you in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I totally agree. There was something about that line that I yeah. that stuck in my head straight away. And only saying is nice to meet you. But yeah, it's just yeah. like the en- energy of it and the enthusiasm. Yeah. It's like, fuck, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally agree.